Uh, there's the red button, so we'll say it's starting. Okay, welcome. Yeah, it started. Here we go. Woohoo! Yay! Welcome back, Scarleteers! Woo! Yay! All right, we are in August, going into September. Uh, season one or season two has aired on Alibi and Now.com in the UK. Um, we are going to talk, this is very spoiler heavy. Um, we are going to talk a little bit lightly about season two and we're going to thank Alibi and thank the UK viewers. Um, the strong show out that the UK viewers did for our wonderful, lovely show, Miss Scarlet and the Duke for season two. Um, the fans, I think, loved it, had a lot of opinions, um, were very vocal about their thoughts on Twitter, on Facebook, on the various social media. So we are going to talk about season two. Yeah. Um, very lightly. Yeah. Yay. We really loved it. Um, we're going to talk about season two, series two. Um, we're not going to do heavy spoilers, but we are going to do spoilers. So if you are spoiler free, turn off now and we understand and we appreciate you and thank you. And come back and check us out later when you've seen it. Yes. Because sure. I think, I think, uh, the UK is, currently the only country that has aired it at the moment because i think the only other only pbs in, in october is the only date that we've heard of yeah so fingers so crossed that some some new countries will start to yeah. start to come and enjoy the fun yeah so just uk now and us mm-hmm. on october 16 yep. is the first episode so and today we are we have me amanda i'm lindsay and we have our lovely British guest, Georgina. Welcome, Georgina. Hello. Hello again. Yay. Hi. Welcome We've back. We've had you a couple of times on the podcast, and we are very happy to have you back. Um, the three of us saw um, season two. You guys watched Alibi, and I grabbed a VPN and, and watched it on now.com. Um, we at Scarleteers only provide legal means of doing this so that's the way to do it um we want to support alibi and pbs and all valid forms to watch this so um we're sorry the people who haven't seen it yet we know it's a killer but we promise you the wait will be worth it Definitely. And and as soon as we hear when uh, other countries are sharing it, we will definitely be sharing it on the website and, and the group and everything to, to let you guys know, because we, we really want everybody around the world to come and enjoy the fun with us. Oh, yes, yeah, so we're in for a treat. Definitely. Yeah. So okay. what, what did we expect for season two? Because we obviously, Amanda and I and, and Isabel did a podcast uh, probably... I think it was like December or January time when the episode titles got released and we had a lot of fun trying to guess what those episode titles meant and what was in store. I think I'm pretty sure we got absolutely nothing right. Absolutely nothing right. (laughs) Well, except we got the moth part right, but nothing other than the moth. And that was it. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, we got it totally wrong. I, every part of it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seeing how wrong we got it and how Rachel surprised us all. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think the cases for me were much more inventive, I guess. Very not your average, like, oh, it's a kidnapping, it's a this, it's a that, it's, you know, find a lost hanky or a missing watch. You know, I feel like Eliza had very cool and unique cases in this season. Yeah. So I really enjoyed her cases that you got. 
And I'm so glad we got our predictions wrong. And she's she's got a few new friends this season, and, and so does William, and and that's that's been very interesting to see how Rachel kind of brought them in as well, and and how they kind of moved the plot along. Um, but we'll talk about those new characters as as, as we get into the episodes. What about you, Georgina? How, how, what was your pre thoughts of season two? Um, I think for me it was obviously what was going to happen between William and Eliza. Um, kind of a, you know, will they, won't they? Um, also, of course, what was going to happen with like Ivy, um, if whether character, obviously Moses, um, if other characters like Mr. Potts would come out, because I said I really enjoyed him in series two. I really love the comedy. Um, and seeing if there were any, obviously the cases. Um, yeah, I was really, um, actually really pleased. I really enjoyed the, the storylines for series two. I, I could, I could see this as, sense from the really see like Rachel's research I thought she really I felt like done research into kind of Victorian society mm-hmm. and it was a different it wasn't just you know very much like murder of the week or you know who's, who's dead it was yeah it was definitely you didn't expect it and a lot of the ways that ended as well um, yeah. were very unexpected too so I, th- I think actually it kind of I suppose the fact is because Miss Scarlet the Duke is essentially meant to be a crime drama um, and it did actually, I feel like if you actually really enjoy it for the crime aspect, you will really like it. Yes, I, I definitely yeah. felt that that kind of it was that was more of the, the focus of this season. Yeah, um, definitely the crime and and maybe even expanding the world of, of Eliza and William. Um, I think that's that's probably a safe bet to say. Because it, it did, mm. it, it to me, it did have a bit of a slightly different feel to to season one, not in a bad way at all. But um, yeah. it did feel very, like I guess, like you say, Eliza seems a lot more confident, and um, you know that there's a lot more stuff going on. So it's not it's not just the case of the week, but equally, you know, it's. It, it's been fun to meet new characters and also see how the old characters of season one have developed. Oh, yeah. I think it's, um, I feel like, uh, Rachel said just it's really hit the ground running. It's sort of establishing mm. in series one and then really, um, developing in, in series two. And I agree actually with this like wider world and kind of, and then it's introducing more characters, um, bringing into, um, Eliza's world. So I really, I, you could really feel sort of, I said, the confidence into, into series two, um, mm-hmm. from, from series one. I think we also saw a lot more of their lives individually. Like we saw Eliza in the dance hall and with um, Moses and Clementine as the new character, like the, her interactions with them and her interactions with her clients and her solving cases. And so like you see her life and you see William's life individually and his day. And so you really saw them build their lives and what they do every day on the day-to-day basis and you know it's not just you know them solving a crime or them solving a crime individually it's like what do they do you know on their day-to-day like a day-to-day basis and so yeah yeah, expanding the world like you said you know it's not just crime the crime of the week focus it's what do they do when they solve the crime? They're not just hunting a lead, the lead, the lead. It's, you know, there was yeah. a lot of waiting for Eliza while her helpers went to go do things. So yeah. it was really interesting and fun to see what Eliza did with a lot of time on her hands. <laughs> and she wasn't very patient at all, which is very Eliza. <laughs> and and yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, Georgina, you mentioned about um, the fact that, that we don't actually have many dead bodies this season, I don't think. I think the first one turns up in episode four or five, actually. actually yeah, I think episode five is the only one that then, has a body in. I, I really like that because I, yeah. I suppose we're running a detective agency. I mean, we tend to automatically think, you know, murder, but actually a lot of what you're dealing with is probably something stolen or you know some, mm-hmm. I can't find something or 
and, and that's actually it felt like almost a bit more it was it was still actually rooted in reality it wasn't like you know completely flights of fan, fancy mm-hmm. i say yeah. this is a murder of mysteries watcher and i, and I do enjoy <laughs> the show. like every episode there's a dead body yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's clearly yeah. a very dangerous place to live or Midsummer Murders, where yeah. there's a three or four dead bodies every episode. So, yeah, that's why I said, like, it was really interesting. Her cases, they weren't just a dead body who killed it. It was very interesting, her cases, what what they were involved with and how to find whatever she needed to find. And, and we yeah. do see her, Eliza, kind of, and, and William to an extent, actually doing a lot more investigating like it was interesting season one you only ever really saw Eliza investigate with William whereas this season we get to see her investigate with other people which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah and you see the steps where they go because let season one you would always see them arriving at a place mm-hmm. here you see the steps of what she needed to do to find you know, step one to step two to step three to, you know, find a thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, there was a lot of waiting or trying to figure out how to find this answer as where season one was a lot of she has this answer. Season two was a lot of how does she get to this answer? And mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So episode one, um, Pandora's box. So, so. I think for me, I, I wrote the episode synopsis that are on the Scarlet's website. So I am, um, I, I loved the opening sequence. I loved the fact that, you know, it definitely opened with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved the fact Very that. Very similar to season one, you know, the fight yeah. scene. And this is mm. kind of a fight scene, well, more of an action scene, but it was very rem- reminiscent of season one, that action that you know, bang, that, you know, high energy mm-hmm. pulse of Kate Williams and Eliza. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, it's also the craziness of Eliza's world. Her, her case is missing pigeons. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but I have to say, Kate knocked that opening sequence out of the park, the look on her face with those pigeons. Um, because needless to say, her client isn't, is deciding that he's going to pay on his terms, not hers. And she's not having that. And, um, yeah, just a brilliant, brilliant opening sequence and an excellent, wonderful facial expression from from Kate um, in those scenes. I loved it. Um, But obviously it kind of lands her in a bit of hot water and and she ends up spending the night at Scotland Yard, which is quite amusing to William. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that he's, I think he says it's three weeks since her last arrest and uh, he didn't exactly go rushing to, to get her out, did he? Mm-mm. I think he But yes, but of course, his amusement is short-lived because in walks a, a lady who's, who's going to be yelling at him for not investigating her sister Georgina's disappearance. Um, and, and to be fair to Eliza... You know, she doesn't go take that and run. Um, she mm. kind of falls into this uh, case because of Moses. He he he's brilliant. We don't know what he's up to. He's still a, a lovely man of mystery. Um, I but love Moses. <laughs> yeah, he he's definitely yeah. um, keeping Eliza on her toes in this episode for sure. And uh, so it's Miss Alice Lee. Um, uh, she's the woman that yells at William and, uh, Eliza's gonna, gonna go off and, and find it. And obviously William's not too happy about the fact that she's reopening one of his cases. I, I did really enjoy this episode and, um, I do feel for Eliza though. I am definitely on this one. I don't think Eliza could have won in any shape or form because if she didn't go looking for this case, she was just as bad if she ignored it and you know i don't know i'm i don't i don't think she she did anything wrong by taking the case and i think if it was anybody else's 
Casey other than Williams at Scotland Yard, she'd still take the case. That's just Eliza. That's just who she is. I don't know about anybody else. No, I I, I agree. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I liked actually the whole idea of I think you'd miss in person because mm-hmm. you real I think uh, again a lot of these felt rooted in reality because you realise in a big city like London there must be like hundreds of people that are missing maybe probably every, every year even thousands yeah. and you know that's still something that actually a lot of stuff actually I felt really connected to today as well like almost mm-hmm. that there's still the same issues um, so I yeah I really enjoyed that because I think it's also hinting maybe that obviously with the police and having maybe lack of not having all the sources, but also how the police department works. Um, it was a really good exploration, actually, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the episode. Yeah, like Georgina said, you know, the police just passing the buck because it's this poor woman and it's another girl lost. Oh, she just ran away. It doesn't matter. You know, just close the case. Nobody cares about her. Um, but I also like the case because oh you thought it was one thing but as soon as Eliza discovers it's this oh well it's a twist and then you get another twist and then another twist until you finally you know get the answer several twists later again one of those it's not just your average runaway kidnapping dead body you know yeah. really you know a really good case and Eliza did a really good job Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, she was in a no-win situation, you know, mm-hmm. upset William or, you know, just pass the buck on this woman who's trying to find her sister, you know. Yeah, it, it was a no-win situation. And Eliza, you know, she's got her morals and her, you know, pride. She's going to take the case no matter whose it is and, you know. You know, yeah, she was in a no-win, I think. Yeah. And and we kind of get introduced during this episode to um, Jessie Kay's character. So that she plays Hattie Parker, who is actually Rupert's cousin. Um, yeah. Rupert is off enjoying the nightlife of Berlin, according to mm. Hattie. But, uh, so Hattie is... Uh, <laughs> make he, of that he, what you will. <laughs> make of that what you will. I do question. I was like, does Hattie know about Rupert's persuasion? Maybe, maybe they do seem she does seem quite close to him. So that's good. Um, so it does mean that Mrs. Parker uh, has a delightful return to season two, um, which we see in the um, we saw in the trailer for, for season two. Um, we also get introduced to uh, Detective Phelps very briefly. Uh, he's played by Tim Chippin and he's uh, going to come up uh, throughout the season. Also, uh, Clementine, as um, Amanda mentioned, who's played by Laura Rollins. Again, she's another character that kind of pops up throughout the season. And then um, the lovely, lovely uh, Oliver Fitzroy. He's Detective Fitzroy and he's played by Evan McCabe, who is just, he, it's certainly in this episode for me, he's there for comedy value. He was brilliant and with yeah. his hair as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like a poet. Oh, well, thank you, sir. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. I don't know. It's almost like comparing to like an emo or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also get introduced to the new superintendent, Monroe, yep. uh, who's played by Ian Peary, um, who's a countryman of detective wellington so they have this like come you know uh connection through being a scot so yeah and and i don't know if it was just me i mean i am english so this is a bit of a bizarre thing to say but i did find at times um monroe's accent quite strong and sometimes even i was a bit like did i hear that correctly (laughs) but that may just be me and my hearing I don't think Aaron's meant to be, yeah, he sounded like he was, I, th- I find it quite, I think we're meant to, he definitely connects with William from yes. like a similar background, so I don't know if that was, yeah. I suppose maybe I'm just used to William's accent a bit more. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's it. I was, I was okay very, with it. <laughs> Williams is a bit softer, I think he downplays it yeah, a bit. Yeah, um, I agree. 
So yeah. And and so yeah, we've got we've got some great new cast members and, and they kind of filter through throughout and uh so it was very very nice to kind of meet them and it wasn't I think in episode one we didn't dwell too much on introducing the new characters, which was nice. I think that was different to, to season one because maybe because season one it was introducing all the characters. Mm. Um but it was nice that it was just like a little touch and a little nod to Rupert as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Miss Rupert and wish you wish him well in Berlin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so our, our episode two is the the Black Witch Moth. And um again, this I have to say is probably my favourite out of the whole season. I, I really enjoyed this this episode. Yes. Um I think without giving too much away, I think anybody who's looking for really good female characters and female stories i mean i throughout the whole series but yeah I, this was a real good good episode like that definitely it Agree. Just, i feel like it, it it had a bit of everything because mm. it it had the humor there were definitely some bits where i was laughing um william definitely felt like he was being a bit more humorous um i think alibi um had a little clip where you know, Eliza's got a gun to her head and um, the guy's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. And she's like, no, you're not, because there's a police officer behind you. And he's like, do you think I'm stupid? And William's like, well, actually, well, you said so, because he's standing right behind him with a gun. And, yeah, there's just those tiny little moments for me like that, that I was just like, yep, this is this is what I'm up for. Uh, and and yeah. it was it was just great. The idea uh, is that there is a missing drawing of the Black Witch Moth, which was done by the late, great Charles Darwin. And, yeah, like you say, we, we've it's all about female empowerment. And, and it was just it was such a great, funny episode. I don't think there was a single moment in this episode that I was not just like, yep, go for it. Love it. And, you know, we've still got we meet Fitzroy a little bit more. Um, he's causing William a few uh, difficulties, and uh, yeah, we, we we see a little bit more of Hattie as well, um, which I love. I love her. She's she. I think she says that her dad was in was he in typography, but she loves a good font, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm there for you, girl. Yeah, some people I that. Like I love my stationery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely a girl. Mom is everything. Mom is everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this yeah. one, this one is is definitely chalked up to my favourite. Of, you know, there's lots of lovely, kind of William and Eliza moments. There's humour. The case is just brilliant, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I was just like, yeah, this is the one. I, I'm not going to dwell too much on this one because I think you know when you see it, if yeah. you've seen it, you know. Yeah. You know how great it is. And there's yeah, a lovely yeah. little moment at the end as well yeah. with Eliza and Mrs. Parker. That is not just, you know, your average death case. And it also has, again, several twists that you don't see coming and mm-hmm. has a nice ending, you know, a yeah. nice solve to it. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm okay with this. I'm mm-hmm, happy mm-hmm. with it. You know, so... And it's a brilliant ending too. That it's kind of like a solve a pro, you know, like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really it's a really smart case to solve. You know, it definitely yeah. gives me almost like Agatha Christie vibes. So I think a lot of people who watch sort of crime for sort of the puzzle and solving the puzzle. Well, yeah, was really good. But yeah, I agree, and as well with the humor, I was really happy how much humour there was. I think it's, I really like the fact, it's almost like Rachel realised that her cast are really good at comedy and she <laughs> took advantage of that. And I was like, yes. yes, because I feel like some shows don't want to do, don't really want to bring in the comedy. And it's like, no, you can. And it can sit side by side along, you know, crime. So I would, yeah, yeah I agree. There were, there were a lot of bits where I was definitely feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and we we get introduced to another kind of reoccurring cast member, which is Basil Sinclair, who's a a journalist oh, for the Police News Basil. Illustrated, um, played by the the wonderful Oliver Chris, who who over here in the UK he he's just 
a bit of a comedy legend. He's in a, quite a few things, and he's so funny. Yeah. Now that's another aspect, because they touched on that in series one with, yeah. with the tabloids. I thought it was interesting that, yeah, that back to death. Yeah, it's interesting, and and he does kind of kind of creep back in in the later episodes. So uh, yeah. he's one to kind of watch out for. Sure enough. Um, so yeah, yeah, and then and then we kind of move swiftly on to episode three, which is a pauper's grave, and um, again, this is like you say, it's a very interesting case because. Um, you know, I, I love the opening sequence. Eliza and, and Ivy are searching through Eliza's office and Ivy is almost berating Eliza for losing her mother's wedding ring. And we all know how important that, that wedding ring is to Eliza. And I, I just love that. You've mentioned it four times. Now you've mentioned it five times. <laughs> it's just, you know, just those, those tiny little moments where you're just like, yep, I like this. And, uh, yeah, ends up with with Eliza getting herself into hot water because of her lost uh, her lost wedding ring, and um, William's not too happy because uh, she she's interrupted him on his day off, and and Ivy's kind of gone gone to find him and in, interrupted certain things, but we won't we'll gloss over that one quite quickly. <laughs> yep. I'll just say that scene when I first watched it made me laugh out loud. Definitely. And actually, I, uh, yeah. as a romance fan, I think, because I know there's a lot of romance authors that watch that show, um, that watch the show, and I think they, they will be more loving that it's, it's so reminiscent It's uh, It's one of those moments where you're either going to be laughing out loud or going, ooh. <laughs> I think a little bit laughing. of both. Facial expressions were priceless. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I think a little bit of both, laughing and going, you know, got that grimace face, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so Eliza's in a bit of hot water this, this episode and, um, she's, William's not exactly very impressed and we never quite find out how he actually feels because, uh, she, she goes into hiding pretty quick, pretty swiftly. Um, and I'm curious, I, I can't work out whether she goes into hiding because she thinks he won't help her or because she knows this is a difficult kind of situation for William that she's kind of got him into. Um, but so, so a lot of this episode is, is looking at William and, and him, how he investigates. And I really enjoyed that bit of mm-hmm. watching William and how he works and how he investigates and, um, you know, we, we've got Moses, who's he's incredibly protective of Eliza, which is lovely to see. And we do get to see a little bit more of him. As I say, he is still our man of mystery. We still don't know where he disappears off to. Um, <laughs> and I think, again, one of the one thing, the reasons I quite like this episode was because we got to see more of Moses and Ivy and Mr. Potts was back. And it felt it, at times a little bit of a calling back to season one where all these characters that we'd fallen in love with get a little bit more of a storyline in this episode. And yeah, that was I really agree. lovely. I was very happy with this, yeah. with this part. I was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned his first name. I think we learned his first name. We do. We do learn his first name. And we learn Ivy's surname as well. I was so mm. excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Yes, it was. It's those little, little touches that I'm like, oh my god. Mm. Um, so yes, I think we can share it. I think uh, Mr. Barnabas Potts and and uh, Ivy Woods uh, are yeah. their full names that we know now. And and Ivy, you know, she gets to do some of the detecting, and she's definitely taken a few hints off of Eliza. Um, so it was lovely to see. Equally, how Ivy works, but how opposite she is to Eliza because Eliza kind of does things and you never really seem to feel like she not that she doesn't care but she feels like her methods are justified because of the world that she operates in whereas Ivy kind of trying to be like Eliza she feels really guilty and really bad about it and and yeah. you know Kathy Belson yeah. who plays Ivy just she knocked this one out of the park for me I absolutely absolutely loved it I thought she I was agree. Brilliant. Yeah, I- Ivy reminded me. It's almost of that friend who's like, "Come on, let's try it." She's like, "No, we're gonna get." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. This episode was very 
Eliza Light. Eliza was, you know, hiding, mm-hmm. you know, out of the storyline for a lot of it. And the secondary and third characters shown a lot. We see a lot of Ivy and we, you know, yeah, we see her guilty, but doing these things that protects Eliza and helps Eliza. And we see more Moses and Mr. Potts. And, you know, it was really a great episode to learn about the secondary characters. And, you know, we don't see Eliza as much in the story. So it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and But she's still kind of in the background sort of pulling some strings. Yeah, it was nice to kind of see Eliza having to take a little bit of a back seat, and it was lovely to see her friends stepping up. um, And yeah, because nobody, yeah, nobody uh, in her group knew or thought she was guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really love that, yeah, Rachel, like, I think as a writer, it's she's, you can tell she's really confident with her cast. And I love when a writer lets the, you know, the cast, so to speak, you know, lets them or sh- shows like what they can do. Because mm-hmm. I think what's, I think in this call, you know, everyone is really good. There isn't like one member of the cast where you're just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I'm saying, I've had that on other shows. <laughs> but I think with this cast, everyone's so good and it's really nice to see her kind of let them show their talent in, in so many different ways. Wow. As I said, from drama to comedy. And it's almost switching as well, almost switching to different things, which I think it's really hard to do as a good actor. Uh, So it was really, yeah, there were bits where I was like, oh, that was, yeah, so good. Definitely. And and it was just, it's nice that each episode has a slightly different feel for me. And and again, this was a completely different feel to, to the other episodes. And, you know, it's not, each episode kind of feels fresh and different. It's not like, oh, look, there's another dead body. It's yeah, the, it's it's been it's been really interesting that. Um, yeah, unexpected. Definitely. Yeah, I felt uh, like it went by really fast. Actually, watching this series, it actually yeah. in a way I was like, oh no, it's it's over. But in a way, it's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on to episode four, and this is Angel of Inferno. Um, so in a nutshell, uh, Eliza is hired by uh, Doctor Flint and his assistant, Mr. Doyle, because a bottle of their medicinal elixir is poisoned. And um, I have to say, I I found this is probably the episode I found the most difficult to watch. I I didn't enjoy it at first. Um, There's a lot of very sleazy characters that are coming out of the woodwork. Um, Dr. Flint isn't particularly gracious when we first meet him. We're introduced to another private investigator, Patrick Nash, who's played by Felix Scott. Um, who's uh, he's a bit of an unscrupulous fellow. I, he's got a bit of a moustache that I kept expecting him to put on <laughs> the whole time. Moustache and the beard. It is <laughs> with the beard. It's <laughs> like I just expected him to go into that kind of French, you know, inspector kind of twiddle the moustache. Um, <laughs> I was like. No, I don't like you. Um, we had Mr. Humphreys, who is a, a slimy curator from the Royal Botanical Society. Again, mm, he was slimy. Yeah, didn't particularly, you know, feel no, and, creepy, um, creepy, very creepy. And and Basil Sinclair is back from from uh, for the from the Police News Illustrated. And you know, William's got his own problems too. He he's having enough issues. Um, you know. He's trying to to help Detective Fitzroy, and it's it's getting him in trouble on the bad side of the superintendent. And you know, it's for me, it was kind of one of those episodes where I was like, I, it was it felt difficult to watch because everybody's having a really rubbish time. <laughs> but maybe that's a sign of a good thing. Don't like really like William, or at least I'm not sure. He really you do. I think there's a lot where you think you respect him. And yes. You kind of really see. But you also see, I suppose, what he's up against. And so you think, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think it's quite you never know. Yeah, you never know if Superintendent likes William or doesn't like William. And I think that's the point. Yeah. 
So you're like, oh, do I, do I, do I, do I, I like them or do, do, yeah. And so the fact that you wonder. What, what they're going to think about him and some other characters. Do they like him? Do they understand where he's coming from? I think it's going to kind of split people, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah, I think when we go back to episode one, William and and Eliza are having a moment where she's complaining about how difficult it is being a woman. And and he said, oh, it's not that easy being a man. And and she's like, oh, how? And he goes, oh, I'll I'll think of some ways. And I do wonder if during the season we see a lot of how, you know, it is difficult for William. And and particularly in this episode, you kind of see he is he is up against it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, I, there was, there was blackmail all around. Yeah. <laughs> I like this episode because, again, the case was very different, not just your average dead body. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, creeps galore in this episode. Um, but, I mean, the ending kind of saved it a little bit. Um, Dr. Flint and Mr. Doyle kind of made up slightly and, you know, uh, uh, Nash, well, he's got this, like, mustache that you, yeah, it's kind of creepy and he's got this kind of oily used car salesman vibe about him. Um, I must admit, I don't know. I'm, again, I'm really curious what people are going to think of Nash. I must admit, I'm a bit Nash. I don't, for Nash. I don't <laughs> think he's a bad character, but I think he's I a good foil. I think, he's, yeah, I think he's got a good, he's going to be a good foil to Eliza. He's going to be there to always get in her way and to, you know, make her think and, you know, Think about things other than William. I think no. Nash can go do one as quickly as humanly possible. <laughs> I am not a fan. Sorry, I like. Maybe Eliza will change Nash for the good. No. Uh, I, no. Read, I think romance. Actually, Nash should really remind me of a lot of romance heroes as well. It's like William, very much. He, I've come across his ilk. But also Nash as well. So I'm like, yes, give me this. Yes, I love it. No, no, he's <laughs> slimy, sleazy. I don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth. I'm like, no, goodbye. See you later, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I like that because I think so again, sure. of, like people are not sure. Like some people are gonna like him, maybe some people are gonna hate him. It's, it's mm-hmm. like Marmite. I, I <laughs> Definitely, I think he is gonna be. He's he's gonna be Marmite. But I, I I think you know he he is back and he is uh, he's hanging around. In episode four, I'm not super keen on him, but maybe when he pops up later, I don't want to talk about it when he comes back later. <laughs> talk about it when he comes back. <laughs> so it was it was for me it was an all right episode. It it wasn't it didn't this one didn't blow me away too much. I think part of that is this episode particularly felt very very Eliza William light for me. I think it I think it was like 25 minutes before they even were on the screen together and I was a bit like okay, come on now. Let's 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 move this along a little. Um but that was that was just me. Don't know how you guys felt. Again, it was a bit. I felt it was a bit dark. I liked uh, some of the storylines that I think were kind of set up, are kind of starting to, you know, hit their stride. So again, I did enjoy it. And again, I did enjoy Nash because I love. It's very reminded me enemies to lovers. I was like, yes. <laughs> so again, I like we're getting the different viewpoints. <laughs> They could have had had more Eliza and William, but you know it it is what it is. Um, It would have been good to see William versus Nash, but you know we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, So, so episode five is um, a quarter to midnight, and 
we we definitely definitely learn a lot more about William and his day to day life in this episode. It it opens with um, a great look at how William spends his mornings, and um, you know he's he's kind of offered a promotion, um, but but it's uh, it's not in London. So while William kind of ponders the job offer, um, you know Eliza's absolutely convinced he's not leaving and and isn't really that bothered by it which is that not to his his liking um so you know again eliza's working with with moses and it's nice to see that kind of banter between them and there's there's a friendship there and and hattie uh parker is back and and it's lovely to see again eliza having a bit of a female friendship going that isn't it's it's a different friendship to how she has with ivy um but this friendship with with hattie leaves her to to our first dead body of the season um and uh again there's there's some humor even in finding the dead body between william and eliza um because eliza's instantly like i recognize this this is i've read this in a book it's all about a book and you know william's just like oh you know, you, you, you know something, <laughs> I mean, you know. This is yeah. a great, I have to, I think a great book or a great episode, I should say. Definitely. I really, I felt they were really paying nods to like anyone who loves your books and sort of, and, and actually almost like crime as well. I, I really like it. And again, a lot of Agatha Christie. I felt there was a lot of bits to that. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and it was lovely that, um, you know, we, you got to kind of see the two of them working together a little bit more, which is probably, I think it's probably the first time that we see it in the season. Yeah, I think so. And they do I'm, sort of in episode two, I suppose. So maybe second Yeah, but time. this is really them working together like they used to in season yes. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I'm a big reader and I love books the fact that this took place like the murder took place in a book you know in a and they go to a book reading and they were in a bookstore and you know they talked to the author and, and it was just so literature heavy and it was so funny and it showed a lot of that I like the banter. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of banter. Between, you know, yeah, I suppose Eliza just, and William, yeah. Yeah, and you can see in the beginning just how well she works with Moses and she thinks of him as an equal. And I know we've talked about it in other podcasts, how, you know, she treats him as an equal, not as like, oh, I employ you, I'm your boss. You know, and she trusts him, you know, with her life. And, you know, it's just so nice to see. And it's, you know, and then with Hattie, she has a, like you said, a female friend. But it's different from Ivy. Ivy, You know, Hattie's a contemporary, somebody of her own age, you know. And it's so funny. And they're having tea. And Hattie... Was like, no, I shouldn't eat cake. And then she gets the biggest piece of cake you will ever see in your life and mm-hmm. eats it. You know, you know, we all are happy in that moment. I mean, it's just the <laughs> funniest episode and it's very reminiscent of season one, William and Eliza. And it's, I mean, it's a great episode. I mean, probably one of the best. You know, and season one, episode five was one of the best. And season two, episode five, I think, is maybe one of the best as well. I yeah, think it's it a lot of speeds again for, like, episode six, which I really liked. I think a lot of, like, it sets up the scene for, for, for the finale. Definitely. Yeah. It's not, it's slightly different in from season one in that five and six really do flow into each other a little bit better. Um, yeah. And it it's I find it interesting this season isn't quite so dark. Um episode one definitely had its moments where episode one, season one, sorry, had its moments of very, very dark. Um yeah. whereas I think this feels a little bit 
lighter. But having said that, I think Eliza gets shot at pretty much every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, her life is in danger very, very often, very often. (laughs) And again, I think even in episode one, it meant uh, Eliza gets shot at and she mentions, oh, it's not every day you get shot at. And and I took that line to heart because I was like, pretty sure every episode somebody's shooting at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so I found that quite funny, but yeah, this I think uh, after episode two, I think this episode five is probably my second favorite episode. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, yeah, it's just a funny episode, and like I said, it's just the fact that you know she's saying, "Oh, it's my you know one of my favorite authors. I've read all those books," and she's mentioning like Macbeth to William. And she's like, oh, do you know Macbeth? And he goes, I know Macbeth. And then, you know, it's clearly doesn't. It's like a rolling joke with, you know, not necessarily with Eliza, but a rolling joke throughout the episode about William reading and Macbeth and getting these books. It's just funny. Poor William. I mean, he's not a dunce, but he's. Not a reader, we'll say, but he does his best and he reads books all night, which is impressive. I don't know. That would be hard to read all those books in a night. I don't know if that, I don't know if he's true, truthful, but. I don't know if I can say, but yeah, there was one character who. We were talking about there are some sleazy, but yeah, there's one character I remember. I don't know if I can say, but when I tweeted, I was like, he definitely page three of the sun. Yes. Obviously, not William. <laughs> <laughs> not William. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, and, and that leads us nicely on to, to the final episode, The Proposal, which obviously the title kind of led us all down a, a garden path way back when. Um, for, unfortunately for us, The Proposal isn't actually a wedding proposal, although there is a wedding proposal in it um, that uh, Eliza ends up uh, going to an engagement party. But um, it's it's all about, you know, Eliza trying to figure out what she's going to do next with her agency. She really wants to kind of build on it. Um, I I think she's got some big dreams. I don't know quite whether she understands how that is ever going to be possible. Um, She mentions to Ivy that she wants to expand the business and have some people working for her. And Ivy's a little bit shocked about the idea of men working for Eliza. And um, I, 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 have to say I slightly agree with Ivy in in the sense that I'm not sure Eliza quite realises how she would get these men to kind of work for her which is probably why she slightly changes her tune and um, ends up uh, doing a supposedly doing a little job for Nash Um, however it all goes a little bit awry and um, William's you know got his own problems he's still struggling with with his boss Monroe and 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 still trying to to work out what he's doing with with Detective Fitzroy but it's a good episode I did enjoy it I did find the case for me personally fell a little bit flat I wasn't bowled over compared to the other episodes I felt like the case didn't quite hit all the notes for me um but we did I we did, did see Mrs I, Parker I did yeah. like what happened, that there's a couple of surprises. and I didn't think, mm-hmm. It's a lovely nod back to season one uh, yes. in the episode. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I liked the storyline better than the case. I mean, the case was good, but the case was really kind of, other than the nod to season one, kind of just a throwaway. It was more just there to you know there to move the story along i guess but i didn't really feel like eliza was being threatened through the episode i never really felt concerned for her safety when perhaps i should have been 
I mean, I kind of liked some of the characters that came, and then I think what I liked is it, it definitely gave a hint of what is going to happen in series three, um, yeah. and that's really exciting because obviously they've obviously announced series three, and, yeah. and so that yeah, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see what for the possibilities. Yeah, it definitely felt a bit more of an ensemble cask esque season it didn't for me compared to season one it didn't I didn't get a real feeling of oh this is a season finale and maybe I'm not supposed to um because we now know that they did actually film season two and season three back to back so um perhaps it wasn't supposed to feel because obviously in 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 the states it's gonna air pretty swiftly season three on the back of season two so so maybe that's why I, I maybe I went into it with too much of an expectation because I expected a really good season finale and, and maybe it wasn't supposed to be because, you know, it is going to filter into season three. Yeah, I, I do feel there are some aspects that I, I know people are going to be like, no, I want more. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, think, you know, there was a lot of series three. Yeah, there was a lot of, I want more, why wasn't this answered, why didn't this happen or this happen, but yeah, we know that there is a season three happening, so yeah, there maybe season three is where we get these answers. Um, I liked this episode because there was more of Mrs. Parker, and there was a lot, lot of very vulnerable Mrs. Parker. Oh yes, Helen Norton absolutely knocked that that out of the park for me. Um, there was a lot of Moses and Moses, you know, putting his foot down, telling Eliza no, but Eliza, as always, doesn't listen to him. Um, you know, as always, more Moses, please. I really loved my character. I think a lot of people are like her. Yeah. Sorry, say and that again. Oh, I say Clementine. I really like Clementine. Definitely. She's very funny. I, I believe because it, the alibi version um, is, is slightly shortened because of adverts that, that perhaps in the PBS version, with it, when it airs in the States, we may see a little bit more of Clementine than we actually saw on the alibi version. Fingers crossed. But I absolutely adored her character throughout the season. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot to say, I also really love the look of series two. I have to say, mm. because of the, uh, the whole, I think yeah. after a while, I just, uh, the fact that they moved it all from Ireland to Serbia, they've done... Mm. Yeah. Really a terrific job. They all need You wouldn't know they changed locations at all. It's um, a little bit sunnier. True. Very, a little bit sunnier. Um, Life has got a lovely glow six, about her. Yeah, in episode six, the reason I was saying I like Nash a little bit more now is because in episode six, you see him slightly softening towards Eliza and maybe seeing things more her view, you know, not such, you know, you know, but he sees it as a business and just making money. And in episode six, he sees things with more of a moral, the more morality of Eliza. And so that's why I don't hate Nash I'm not so sure much. I trust him. <laughs> I like his interaction. His interaction with Eliza is different from William, and that's I find that really interesting. And again, mm-hmm. coming from a romance viewpoint, that's again what I find really interesting too. Yeah, I think it's I hope that, I that he's not going to be so easy to kind no. of for her to get round. I I feel like there's no, a moment no. at the end of the episode, and and I feel like he's not going to be like Moses and like William who say no to Eliza and then they kind of end up doing it anyway. I feel like maybe he will have a little bit of a backbone to stand up to her and not always bend to her will. Yeah, and I, I think, that's, think I'm really excited to see that. Like, yeah, because I think it's, it is different. Yeah, I don't think I she's going to fall for him like she has for William or that he'll replace William. I just think he's going to be another male figure that will say no and will hold to that no and it'll be a different viewpoint 
that she, you know, now has to deal with. I, I will say this. I hope, I, that, I hope that the by expanding with all these other characters, I hope that it doesn't end up taking away from William and Eliza, because I do feel like in this season that the actual pairing of them is what a lot of people from season one really loved and really enjoyed. And by kind of expanding a little bit more of these worlds that we got less of the two of them together. And for me, I felt that that was kind of very noticeable that there was less of the two of them together. Um, But I agree. I I kind of, I, I understand that maybe hopefully for longevity that, we're expanding their world and, and adding these additional characters, but I, I do hope that it doesn't then mean we have less William and Eliza together screen time because I think that is one of the things that, that a lot of people do love. I, yeah. I certainly love I, I think the two of them together. I the of, of the show, and I think I can kind of see why they wanted to expand the series too. But yeah, I do agree with series three. That's kind of keeping keeping them. They are the the heart of the show. So. Yeah, I do worry though because for those in the states who will watch it in October and then season three will air pretty quickly. I think there's only going to be about five or six weeks. And mm. um, by my my maths is terrible, so maybe wrong. But <laughs> I think um, if it, it starts at the sixteenth of October, it'll end at the end of November. And then it will, season three will air. I hope that people who do um, enjoy the William and Eliza aspect continue to kind of go back and rewatch mm-hmm. season two. And fight, because there is so many other things to love apart from William and Eliza in season two. I've, I have rewatched and I have kind of fallen in love with different aspects of the show. Um, I was a little bit disappointed on, on the first run through that I was like, where's this William and Eliza romance that I, I love from season one. Well, not necessarily even the romance, but the, the friendship and the buddiness yeah, and the, yeah. you know, the, 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 it just felt very, a little bit light. And, and I do, if, if season three is kind of a bit more of that, because they do go on this amazing journey over the season two that people go, Oh no, there's not that much in season two and just gloss over it because yeah. there is a lot of, a lot to love. And, and I'm really grateful that, we've got to watch it in June and we've got a bit of time to kind of go back and rewatch and, and re kind of love the show as a whole. Whereas I think maybe if I saw it in October and new season three, and if season three has a bit more of the, the romance maybe that we wanted that season two could be quite easily glossed over, but that's just, my yeah, opinion. I, I, I did really enjoy it. And again, I mean, I, I'm coming very much this is like a romance fan and I love the although well, way but there was a lot to enjoy in series two and I hope people kind of do notice that like I mean again because some people who are watching for the you know as a crime drama I think they will find a lot to to really love love in the air series two yes there is a lot of like Rachel has and, and Ben who writes with her have they've clearly put an awful lot of effort into these cases and they are you know got some incredible twists and turns and 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 the episodes are are very good on their own um and I really do hope that that the lack of perhaps the movement of William and Eliza doesn't um kind of make people go oh no I don't need to worry about season two I'm just going to go straight to season three because there is there's some slow burn yes yeah (laughs) It's a very yeah. slow burn. Um, but there is some lovely uh, scenes. There's some lovely scenes yeah. with Ivy. Some, you know, we, we, we do learn a lot more about William. I love Fitzroy. He is a, a new character for season two and mm-hmm. genuinely he knocks it out the park. Season two. Yeah, if you don't really watch season two for anything, watch it for Fitzroy. You need mm-hmm. to. You need to. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, um, you know, you guys are very, were very like romance, mm-hmm. you know, wanting the romance of Eliza and William. And I was very, you know, coming into it with the crime sense and the mystery. I was kind of on the borderline. I was okay with the romance, but I was 
wanting more of the Eliza and William crime fighting duo yeah. of season one. I was okay with the like shared glances and the Eliza and William like getting so close to saying something, but not. So the romance was okay because it was that very like, oh, they're going to say it. They're going to, you know, but oh, no, no. You know, so romance was okay, but I wanted more of that, like, where's the duo? You know, they, like you said, there was one episode where they weren't together until nearly halfway through the episode. And so I missed, you know, the Eliza Scarlet and the Duke. I mean, it's, that's the show, Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Where's Miss Scarlet and the Duke? So I loved season two. I loved season two. You know, Evan McCabe as Fitzroy was amazing. There's Eliza, or not Eliza, there's Ivy who stands out and has, you know, these scenes that saves Eliza like a couple of times. Um, you know, there's Mr. Potts who has more. That's not just the morgue. Yeah, there's Clementine, there's Moses, give me more Moses, always, <laughs> you know, but I, I wanted more Eliza and William, you know, solving and coming to each other for help, you know, so I missed that, but yeah, I was okay with the romance, but I think wanted we, more, yeah, yeah. togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think William's under a lot of pressure this season. Yeah. He's definitely kind of gone through the ringer. And I don't think, because in season one, I think he is the one who's got his heart on his sleeve a lot of the time. I think, you know, you can, we can always understand why it's a bit less and why we don't necessarily have as many of those lovely moments that yeah. we remember from season one. Um, but yeah, it would be, I hope for season three, um, that you know we we will get a little bit more and we'll we'll see them a bit more friendly because at times it, it the 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 banter kind of crossed into actually you're you're being quite mean to each other um which you know I didn't find particularly fun to watch but again that's just my opinion other people have absolutely loved it yeah, right. I think um I mean I actually felt the um certainly what they hinted at for series three. I was actually really happy with that. Um, surprisingly, I mean, I'm not really normally into slow burn anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I think because as well, I, I like the romance. So I was like, why are they not doing it? Right? <laughs> 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 I think because they're such good actors and obviously the way they interact with each other. Um, I do agree. I, I really love the duo. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of understand, I think maybe as a writer, why... Rachel's kind of done what she's done in series two, and I think it's good. It's really setting up for for series three. Definitely, yeah. and and season three, we don't necessarily have a date here in the UK, um, other than we we hope, fingers crossed, uh, in um the states, it's going to be the eighth of January, mm. uh, which I believe is our lovely Duke's birthday. Um, so uh, yep. happy birthday, yeah. So uh, hopefully um, Alibi will air fairly, fairly similar kind of time. And uh, that will be nice because I think one of the things that that we struggled with here is that, you know, it's released in the UK, but we haven't been able to share it properly with all our fans and all the, the yeah. our friends over and on, on, on the other side of the pond yet. So we're still waiting and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to October and it, it kind of releasing in, in the States and, and hopefully releasing in other countries as well so that, you know, we can we can enjoy it with everybody because I, I do, I absolutely adore the show. I love the show and uh, I, I want everybody to love it too. Me too. Yes, yeah, so we're going to see the reactions. I think they're all going to be, as I said, I think nobody's going to have the same reaction, which I think is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I think, yeah, it will, I, uh, us Brits tend to be quite... Um, Quiet, <laughs> yes, and reserved. Um, I'm not. We Americans sure. will be loud, and we will let you know. <laughs> You'll let us know yeah. either way, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But there is, there is definitely a lot to love come October, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to 
hearing, reading, seeing what all our lovely Scarlet is, um, think of season two. And, and of course, chatting with our great friends, um, all things season two and now season three, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> I was very reassured because I remember the wait between yeah. series one and series two, that announcement. So I was yeah. very happy it's been so good. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was worried they were going to wait till after season two aired in the US and I was like, oh, please. Yeah, don't leave yeah. the hanging. Yeah. yeah I was, I was really happy. surprised. I have to say I was really surprised that they said it was going to be quite so early. But I yeah, that I was surprised with how early they were airing it, but I was glad with the announcement, but yeah. surprised with how early it's going to But I oh, suppose it goes back to season 1 that it's clearly had a, it's done really well for PBS, which I was really happy to see. Mm-hmm. Like it's clearly, you know, I think the fact that it's coming in October and it's actually quite a prominent slot, um, which clearly shows they have confidence in it, mm-hmm. uh, which is always good. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes back to season one, um, whereby it aired with all creatures because they're going to air back to back. And that's again a big, a big show for them. So yeah. I think again that makes me feel really happy that uh, they've yeah. got a lot of confidence. Yeah, and hopefully it means that there is plans in the pipeline for for more. Fingers crossed. Oh, you know, we we always want more. more. We want more more. seasons. We want more. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this was lovely, ladies. It was brilliant. This was great. Yeah. So nice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, Georgina. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. You. It's great. Um, it's lovely to discuss Miss Scarlet and distract from the fact that I am roasting in in the in the UK. William Eliza is hot as the UK heat wave. They're scorching. At least yeah. we're not dressed in Victorian get-up. That is for sure. Oh, no. oh God, yeah. It was, I, I'm surprised nobody, not more people, fainted or had heat stroke. No. But All hopefully right, season well, three will have snow, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, we saw some behind the scenes with snow, so yeah. maybe a Christmas episode. Ooh, maybe, but I think uh, definitely the, some of the Scarleteers have been out there with their uh, Eliza hat on, checking yeah. out Instagram and, and Twitter posts and, and, and working out which bits of uh, behind the scenes photos the, the cast and crew have shared might might be from season three now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, their beady eyes open. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. And... Like, yeah, you're recording. Stop recording. So I don't know. <laughs>